<clears throat> Can someone please turn my mic up? Oh, wait, that's my job. Is life really happening and you need a moment to silence the noise? Well, you are in the right place. I am Sarah J, your host, the creator, and the founder of The Shameless Brand. You are now tuning in to Sincerely Shameless, the podcast. What's up? What's up, shameless people? It is I, your girl, Sarah J. Um, founder and creator of the Sincerely Shameless podcast. And I want to say thank you for joining me today. I want to say thank you for sticking in and checking in for this here fifth episode. And I'm super excited. Um, we got a lot of, you know, prepared for you, but I kind of want to start this episode off with a story. And trust me, there is a moral to it and a point. Um, so a few years back before Instagram was Insta- IG, you know what I'm saying? There was an Instagram and now there's IG. So back when Instagram was Instagram, um, I remember starting out and, you know, I had about 20 followers and, you know, I was following like 20 people and um, I had just started my first personal blog. So around this time I had left the magazine I was work- writing for. And I started my own blog. So my first blog, you know, was exciting. It was about um, hair health and lifestyle, you know. Um, And it was going well and um, until it wasn't. So I had this really bad habit of checking numbers. I would um, do the analytics after promoting it to my 20 followers, of course. And I would only see like two people read it. So I was like, oh, man, you know. I get up every day or every week and I put in, you know, a certain amount of time towards this thing and only two people are seeing it. Okay, so I I stopped doing it. And, um, you know, a couple of months later, you know, I was like, you know what, let me let me do another blog. And this blog was about just little short stories, you know. And so at this time on Instagram, um, I had about. 100 followers and I was following about 100 people so I'm like okay cool you know I'm gonna pop this off I'm about to launch this this is gonna be my second you know blog and it's gonna be amazing so you know I'm pushing out this information and what do I do y'all yeah you yes you got it I checked the numbers right and I only saw 10 people has had had been reading and I was like dang I'm busting my behind. I'm spending this time to put it in and only 10 people are reading it. This is not good. So, and then, you know, so what what do I do then? I stop the blog. (laughs) So a couple of months later, a year later, I I come back to it. I'm like, you know what? This, you know, I got some insight. I got some wisdom. You know, I've been encouraged into action. So I'm going to, I'm going to do another blog. But this time I'm going to do a blog about, you know, my poetry, and so this is now when Instagram was turning into IG. So I had about 500 followers. I was following about 400 people. I'm just like, pet, this, this, this is it. This is the number that I need to reach. So I'm pushing out content, you know, weekly. I'm excited about it. I'm making my little videos. Blah, say, what are we going to do? People are liking it. I'm liking it. I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm pulled back in every, every so often. And then, you know, I look at the numbers. This time, only 20 people seen it. I was like, dang, what is with this 10% reach? Like, <laughs> What is this reach about? So what do I do? I stopped doing it. Well, 
a, two years ago, because <laughs> we're climbing up the ladder now, y'all. Two years ago, I wrote, um, I, I reinvented Shameless Reads. So some of some of you guys may be familiar with that one because that was one that I stuck with for, you know, some time. So I'm doing Shameless Reads and Shameless Reads was like where lifestyle, spirituality and um, relationships collide. And it was amazing. You know, I spent plenty of time on it. So I'm happy about it. Boom. Shameless Reads. Kick this thing off. I'm doing what I got to do. I'm, I'm putting content up, you know, I'm talking to the people on Instagram. People are liking it. They're loving it. I go look at the numbers, right? T- 20 people. So I'm like, what is with me and 20? Like, what is what is this? So last but not least, I um, launch the Shameless brand. Um, and the Shameless brand, as you know, is the brand that promotes women um, particularly and men or people to absolutely be shameless of nothing, to walk in their truth and grow from there. That's the whole brand. And I launched um, Sincerely Shameless, the podcast, May 6th of 2020. So um, there you have it. And even to this day, you guys, and I had a moment, I literally tried to record or earlier and um, I was fighting because I'm just like, I keep looking at the numbers and the numbers aren't saying what they should. But I want to encourage someone who's listening now, how I had to en- encourage myself. Um, life is a numbers game, but you only need one, Right. Um, in investments, you can have millions of dollars. When you invest, you only got to invest one of the million, right? Or one of the thousand or one of the hundred or one dollar to put it as a seed, right? You only need one. And, um, you know, I, I like to have said, you know, I was failing previously in my other blogs after I left the magazine, but it wasn't a failure because each time I stopped, I was pulled back in for something bigger and better. And so each time you were trying to achieve whatever that goal may be and you say, man, I keep picking this thing up and I keep putting it back down, like pick it up and put it down as many times as you need to. Just know in between each pick up and put down that it's imperative that you grow from there and that um, you're getting better from there. And, And it is a numbers game. Go ahead and accept that. IG is a numbers game. It's going to tell you how many people like your picture, how many people viewed your story, how many people clicked off, how many people clicked on. And there's it's very easy to be defeated by those numbers. You have four reads, two clicks, one impression. That's That's defeating, right? But you don't know who that one impression was on. You don't know. And that's, that is going to propel you forward. I like to think of um, the parable that um, Jesus would leave the 99 for the one, you know, and a lot of times I try to tell myself when I see that there was only five views or there was only 20 reads um, for something that I may have posted or four listens, like, I don't know who these four people are. One of those four people could be Oprah. The other one could be Tyler Perry. The other one could be my mom. Or not. (laughs) 
But I wanted to encourage you like, yes, it is a numbers game. We are failing sometimes, but we don't fail and stay down. We fail forward. We we fail and we get back up and we do it better each time, no matter if you do it 20 times. As long as you get back up, you have not failed. So I just wanted to encourage you guys there because it is very easy in today's society in these certain uncertain times, whichever one, whatever side of the bridge you're on, um, to not be boggled down with the analytics. Do you do your purpose? You are built for this. Yes, it's a numbers game, but you only need one. So today's topic has me a little antsy. Um, I don't know if you guys remember last week I was kind of telling you how I um, come up with the topics again before we launched back in May 6th. I had already had all the topics written down. These were things that were um, on my heart at the time. And it's funny how you can have just, you know, words on a piece of paper, like, you know, dealing with friendships, expectations, businesses, um, growing your mind and just writing them down like, oh, this would be a good little topic to talk about. Oh, this would be interesting. And then it'll come time so you talk about it and you look over the week and you're like, dad, I dealt with this 10 times. So I got plenty of content for you. And the other part of it is like, dang, I got plenty of content for you. You know, like as in I went through it. So um, again, I, I went to my cell phone in my notes sections and kind of chuckled when I saw that today's topic was about friendships and business and the expectation, you know, so that's a lot to cover y'all. And um, however you're listening, I don't want to take up too much time, but I think this is something that we all need to kind of eat on. Like we all need to know that this is a real thing. We need to accept it and digest it and be better at um, walking in it because it's real. Um, so I guess to start it off is that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a couple of words around loosely, but I want you to know that there's a weight behind them. So um, boundaries, right? Boundaries are important because it lets you know where you can and can't go, and it lets others know when you can or can't go. Um, I am not sure of where you are and what stage of your life you're in when it comes to your friendships and relationships and business um, dealings. But if you have not laid the foundation of your boundaries and your expectations, you need to stop, go back, get something put down in someone's heart and mind, take theirs on too so that you can understand so that you can grow in that relationship, in that business relationship, and in that partnership where there are no boundaries, where there is no direction, where there is no purpose, it is guaranteed to perish. I promise you, I've seen it. I've been through it. I've been through it. I've been through it. (laughs) And I've been through it, okay? Um, there is no such thing as a haphazard relationship. Oh, we, you know, we just cool. No such thing. No such thing. 
there is no such thing um, as, oh, that's just too deep. Won't, won't do all that. That's too deep. No such thing. There is no such thing. There is no such thing as, um, oh, you're too sensitive to put that in there. Or, um, oh, girl, if it were me, that's not no, 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 no. If you have heard those four phrases in the last year, I'm sure you don't have those people in your life or I'm sure you're walking in shame because you have those people in your life and they don't respect your boundaries. And here's the thing. They won't. Why? Because they don't know. Newsflash. Nobody knows how to read your mind. <laughs> and if they do, they not going to read your mind. Want to know why? Because you should have said it. So let's go ahead and unpack from there. So, um, you know, I have a little story. Um, recently, I had a girlfriend of mine who was um, very close to me, loved her like the with the love of the Lord. And that is a lot of love. Okay. That's a lot of love. That's more love than I can give. But to continue, um, we hit a couple of hiccups in our friendship several times. And um, we not only hit this hiccup several times, it was the same bump in the road. And um, because we started this friendship off early on, so I do want to give a disclaimer. If you have those friendships that you started in third grade or in seventh grade, you don't know anything about boundaries in third grade and seventh grade. So you can't fault yourself. Um, but as we get older, we do start to learn those things. So go ahead and put those parameters in place. So at the time I met this person, um, it wasn't seventh grade or third grade. <laughs> it was actually a few years ago. But I I did not know that I needed to tell people I had boundaries for them. I thought as long as I had boundaries for me, what would Sarah do? What wouldn't Sarah do? What could Sarah do? What can't Sarah do? What will Sarah say? What can't Sarah say? As long as I had those for me, I thought I was in the clear. I found out that was not the case. Um, you can have boundaries for yourself, but if they are not known, people will still breach them. So um, a couple of the things that were some of the issues were um, this friendship continued to hit the same bump in the road and it would become um, disrespectful, um, argumentative, and um, I mean, it just got nasty after a while. And my boundaries were you know, hey, we don't get disrespectful because ain't nobody trying to throw no hands, period, right? Violence is not the answer until it is the answer, okay? I'm just going to say that. For, I don't know who needed to hear that, but I'm going to go ahead and say that. It's not the answer until it answer. It is the answer, and don't make it the answer. Don't, don't, do not make me fill in the blank because that's going to be my answer, right? <laughs> Give me multiple choices, okay? So we kept having these hiccups, and I'm, I'm the person... And um, she is the person, we are the people who can come together and we sit down and we talk about it. Each time we talked about it, um, my friend would justify why she did what she did, despite it being offensive to me. And um, then she would say, well, let's move past this. And I'm on the floor mentally crying out like this is not going to work in our friendship if you keep 
justifying your behavior and then deciding that, okay, let's move on because we've already talked about it, completely disregarding the healing process of it. So for example, say you have a best friend or you have a um, close relationship or even a business partnership and say, for example, they steal $20,000 from you. Okay, you steal $20,000 from me. You apologize. You know, I I tell you, hey, that doesn't make me feel good. You stole $20,000 from me. I trusted you in this business to not, you know, take advantage of such and such and such. And they say, all right, cool, my bad. I'm sorry. Let's move on. Let's do another investment. Wait, whoa. (laughs) What? (laughs) Where? Like, literally, right? That is like, I know that's kind of comedic, but that is what it feels like. When you come to somebody, you sit them down and you say, hey, listen, this is my heart. This is what hurt. This is where it went wrong. And the person is like, I bet cool. So you hungry? What? Like, no. So we continue to continue to have these conversations. Oh, this hurts. Hey, you're breaching this boundary. Hey, this doesn't feel comfortable. And my girlfriend would say, okay, um, this is why I did what I did. Um, If you wasn't looking at me, then you wouldn't see me roll my eyes. So let's just move forward. That doesn't work, people. That does not work. Okay. First and foremost, that's not a friendship. That is a toxic relationship turning into an emotional punching bag. Okay. And I was going to be the punching bag people. So I wanted to give just a few pointers and some tips. I am not the friendship guru or the business relationship guru, but I have been in enough of them. I can give you some insight on what you don't want. How about that? Okay. How about that? So first thing that I have um, realized in relationships and business partnerships and and, um, friendships is conflict will occur. It is inevitable. It is 1000% inevitable. You cannot get around it, away from it, through it, under it, by it, beside it. It's happening. I don't care if you change every single viewpoint of yours to your friends or business partnership or relationship just to reduce conflict. There is going to be something. It can be tiny. It can be big. And it will be something. Okay. Either or. So, Go ahead and accept that in your heart. Conflict happens, right? We're adults. We get it. Conflicts happen. I'm more concerned about how do we handle conflict after the conflict happens? How do we handle the relationship after a boundary has been breached, right? Um, If it's a, okay, you know what? We got into an argument. Screw you. I'm done. Blocked on Instagram. It's probably not a healthy friendship. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that. Some of y'all are like, oh, <laughs> she calling me out. Others y'all are like, dang, so that that's what that was. That isn't healthy. It's not. What are you gaining from that? Nothing. I'll tell you the answer. Nothing. So um, the other pointer is make your expectations known, right? Make your expectations and your boundaries known. Your friends your business partner, your family, your jobs, anybody that you are associated with needs to know how far you will go, how far you cannot go, how far you're willing to go, what you will and will not say. It should not be a mystery. 
It should not be a mystery. If it is, abuse is inevitable. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that. So when you make those expectations known, when you let, make those boundaries known, hey, girl, you know, I really don't get down with such and such, or hey, girl, you know, on Saturdays, I start my mornings off with, you know, prayer and um, working on my businesses. So I'm not available until after two. Make those things known so that people aren't offended easily, right? And building things up. The other thing is um, being able to quickly apologize. Like if you have a hard time apologizing, you're not going to make, life will be hard. Life will be hard. Um, There's several ways to apologize. If you can't choose one of those, life will be hard. So start assessing friendships on those levels, right? Like making, checking with your friends, hey girl, um, what's your boundaries on this? Do you have boundaries on this? Do you have an expectation? Do you prefer gifts for your birthday? Do you prefer quality time? Um, you know, hey, you know, I think I said something to you and it may have been offensive. I don't know if that was the case, but I want to apologize just in case it was offensive. I'm just trying to check myself to make sure that we're growing in a lasting friendship, right? And then um, accepting that conflict happens. And lastly, changing the behavior. What happens after the disagreement? What happens after the conflict and after after the apology? A change. A change must happen. If it's all right, sis, my bad. Um, you hungry? No, I'm not hungry. I actually would like to know your plan of action on how to not how you're not gonna offend me no more. What do you mean? Am I hungry? No, I'm 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 full. I'm full of this conversation. Okay. Like start having those type of things, right? The change behavior. So I can tell you guys there was a time when I had said something that was highly I reckon highly offensive to a um girlfriend of mine. I said something that was offensive about an HBCU. Um and um, the the statement was years ago, but I was telling a story current, and um, she let me know, like, no, sis, that's just out, out of pocket 1,000. And I told her, I said, you know, I do want to apologize if I offended you. Um, and going forward, I, I will watch my language when it comes to certain things that may be offensive to you. Um, and the funny thing is, you guys, I didn't feel like it was offensive. But if my sister says it's offensive, and that's her perception, and her perception's her reality, guess what? It's offensive, and I'm not going to fight her on that, right? So I think there's um, an opportunity for us to mature when it comes to our business relationships, friendships, partnerships, um, family relationships, all of that, by being able to just um, accept that we're not all the same. And instead of everyone walking in silent offense, with loud judgments, well, girl, don't say nothing to her because she didn't, no, no, no. Instead of that being the case, we really truly can be shameless about how we feel about things and say like, look, I don't get down with such and such. I don't like how you said such and such. And then being um, mature enough on the receiving end to say, you know what? I don't see how that's offensive. However, I wanna apologize because I understand that that's something from you. And I get that. And that's okay. And I'm not going to defend anything. So um, that's it, y'all. I just wanted to give y'all that. And I hope um, I hope that makes sense. So just kind of closing out 
in today's episode, I definitely wanted to leave you guys with a word of wisdom. And um, and I also want to thank you guys for struggling through <laughs> this episode with me. These braces are one week new and um, it is still giving me a hard time, but I promise to get better throughout time. And then honestly, in eight months, I may have them off. And so your girl will be back on the block like, ow. <laughs> Okay, so today's, um, I guess the word word of wisdom for the week is um, loneliness. I am not sure if you have experienced this or if you are experiencing this. I believe, um, you know, we got, you know, extroverts and introverts. While I am a very talkative person and I have accepted you guys, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I have accepted that I talk a lot. But I have a lot on my mind and I have a lot to say. And so that's no longer offensive to me. So call me talkative Sarah J. That's fine. I'll take it. I'll, I'll definitely take that. Um, but despite the fact that I am a very talkative person and I'm a very social person, I'm a very much introverted person. So I do enjoy things like my alone time. I enjoy my things. I enjoy a long walk in a park by myself, right? And, um, you know, I used to have to fight for that. You know, before March hit, I used to have to fight for alone time. I used to have to fight for night reading by myself and my phone is not buzzing and nobody needs me. Now I, um, I am fighting in the opposite direction. I have seen myself go from appreciating loneliness to dad I am lonely and it's only because we have been we've only been because we've been forced to this and um the funny thing about it is I'm in a transitioning season as many of us are many of us are newly employed newly unemployed newly um you know new business closed business newly in a relationship newly single single again married divorced engaged we're all transitioning in this time just because it became the world became quote unquote uncertain didn't mean life stopped right so um with this unique transition i think a lot of us are succumbing to the loneliness and i want to encourage you not to um it's okay to be lonely right in some seasons you have to do it alone I mean, that's just the reality. Um, There's not always going to be people to do it with you. And because everybody's season and everybody's trial and tribulation is different, that's why you got to do it alone, you know? Um, And you do it alone and, and you do it while it hurts and you do it while crying and you do it while happy and um, Nike going to have to pay me because at the end of the day, you just got to do it, right? Um, so I just wanted to give that word of wisdom for anybody out there who is feeling lonely um, to just, you know, let it propel you forward. Don't, don't succumb to it. Don't get distracted. Don't get bored. Don't, um, don't get beat down on yourself. Don't, don't get miserable. Do it lonely. Whatever it is that you got to do. Do it lonely because it's just some stuff in life that you got to do alone.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Sincerely Shameless podcast, where life experiences, relationships, and spirituality collide. I hope to see you next week.